0: hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Kevin West. To order or download additional resources,
1: please visit kevinwest.org.
2: And Lord, we just come to you right now and we thank you for what you've done. We thank you for freedom in this place. We thank you for what you've done in our hearts. And God, today as we begin to just go into worship, Father, we hold nothing back. We give all of our praise to you. Father, we love you and we worship you in this place.
0: Solid ground,
2: yours now forever. Come on, let's sing
0: this out today. Say. And nothing's going to hold me back. Nothing's going to hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold I'm oh
2: God. It is just a moment in your mind where it shifts. And I don't know about you today, but this is what I'm feeling in my heart that has got a spring in my step, in my feet that's caused me to dance is it does not matter what we've experienced in our earthly life. It does not matter what we experience in our mind or our perception of what we think that we know is perfection on earth, but we have a perfect God. We have an everlasting father that always wants us, always wants us to come to him, always wants us dancing at his feet. And today specifically, you might have come into this place today and you can't really figure out exactly where you fit in all these things. I wanna pray freedom for your heart today, to unloose chains, to unloose things in your life that maybe you're holding and harboring. There's many in here today that might have experienced familial tension, Where it's been a long time since you've opened your heart up into that area. And it's been a long time since you've felt the love of a father. And today is that day when the Spirit is just pouring out something that is lavish. And it's not detained, but it's reckless. He is reckless in how He loves you. He sent His only Son to die. So how much more will He give us good gifts? And how much more will He give us now? So in this place, if we could just close our eyes for one moment. I want to encourage every person in this place, if you've never done this before, let's lift our hands to him today. Lift him as high as you can. And even if it makes you feel just a little uncomfortable and it makes you feel, just stretch yourself just a little to him today. Oh, Father, we come to you and we say, you're perfect in all your ways. You're perfect in all your ways to us, God. But right now, Father, I pray, Lord, a double deluge a baptism of your love in this place right now to heal the broken so that the anointing that lifts, that breaks the yoke and lifts the burden. Those that haven't made a phone call in years and years and years because they weren't sure how they'd be received, give them courage right now to make that phone call. Give them the courage to step forth and be the one that loves and hugs on somebody. So right now, God, just explode this place with an overwhelming love like we've never experienced before God those that feel insecure God those that are just not sure of things just bathe them right now in your acceptance and your love and letting them know that you're on their side that no matter what it is that you will sell one of the cows on a thousand hills Lord to make sure they have what they need God So for those who are struggling with that and an identity, and maybe you didn't even know your dad, Father, you come and you put your seal on your blood and show them how we are written in the palm of your hands, God, and show them their name right there in their face and say, this is how much I love you, is I wrote your name on my hand. You're loved, you're accepted, and you're mine. God, just bathe this place right now, supernatural God, nothing that we could do. Nothing that we could taint. Nothing that we could try to figure out, God. But complete just a deluge of love, God. A deluge of acceptance. And a deluge of your name, God. That we are yours and we're called yours, Father. God, we're proud to be yours. We're not ashamed to be yours. We're not ashamed to be children of God today. Because we know we can trust you with everything that we have, God. So God, we trust you today. Come on, in your own words, tell him how much you are proud of him, proud to be his child today. Come on, just lift up your voice in this place. I want everybody in here to sing this with me, say, Jesus loves me, this
0: I know, for the Bible tells me so. Hey I could sing of your love forever 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 Over the mountains and the sea Your river runs with love for me So I will open up my heart And let the healer set me free. I'm happy to be in the truth. And I will daily lift my hands. For I will always sing Of when your love came down. Sing it, I'll say, I can sing of your love forever.
2: Him today. Thank Him for His goodness. Thank Him for who He is. Find two or three people around you this morning. Let them know that you're glad to be in the house of the Lord with them, that you love them. Wish them a happy Father's Day.
1: Happy Father's Day. <laughs> well, that was good. About tempted just to receive an offering and let them just go again and have their way. When they get to feeling it like that, you don't want them to quit. Hmm. It's all Good. We added pews. <laughs> those are pews out of storage from the 18th Street property that we own and sold, and we brought our pews with us. So those outside go, and uh, to others that are taking them, and the ones inside here are gonna get refinished, and we're gonna kinda incorporate them a part of here, added more seats to the, the place, so we're gonna need them come fall, as you all probably can imagine, uh, when we get everybody back from vacation. It's gonna be kind of wild in here. Um, it's a good thing, we're gearing up on children, as we're gearing up on youth, and a lot of things that are gonna be uh, moving forward at the end of July, particularly August and September, you'll see a lot of uh, launching of some incredible things that we've been working on. The youth have such great momentum right now. Um, their student ministries, last Wednesday evening, Pastor Michael brought the message, the youth did the worship, and uh, it was incredible. I don't know if you all were here, but it was really, really solid and strong, um, we just have a, uh, a real good, I don't know, I just, there's just a strong team of people here. I mean, it, it really is. And, and we don't look deep, we look wide, because there's not a first string, second string, third string, you know what I'm talking about? It's just a long, wide road, and we cover lots of territory that way. So at any moment, I mean, we have... Incredible ministers. I mean, many of our people right now, even for fact, are, are ministering out of town right now. It's just a privilege to have Mike and Terry Day with us today, because they're always gone, traveling. And Butch and the team, um, it's just wild how it all works. So we're excited. And if you're not enlisted in that army, well, the draft is in. So we will come calling on you if you don't come calling on us, all right? Because this thing's moving forward. Not just this thing, the whole kingdom of God is increasing, whether you know it or not. So we're excited about that. Did you get my text? Are you okay with that? Yeah. There was some, she was singing and I thought, man, that just really hit, the song just hit me. So we're going to have her come back up and do it here in just a moment, if you guys don't mind, before I get into the word. We are going to receive our tithe and offering today. And I got to tell you, two things that have kind of surprised me more than anything, um, a whole generation of young people grew up have grown up, and didn't know what tithe meant. And I've had people come to me and say, "Thank you for explaining what a tithe is," and because they grew up, they could tithe as an offering. You interchange the word, but tithe is just tenth. It's a tenth of your crop, tenth of your income, your revenue. But if you tithe under obligation, you really miss the whole point of what tithe is. It really is out of relationship. Right, so you're bringing it into the storehouse. You're giving to the Lord, and you're giving to the place that you're connected with. That's how this thing works. But you don't don't look at a tithe as you owe, like a debt, because you couldn't pay him anyway, what what he's done for you, right? But it is in relationship, and it is a tenth. And I don't know how it happens, and I'll talk maybe briefly about it a little bit in AI if I get that far today. But you got to realize something, man. The Lord has been good to us. Our giving here at the church is up, but I'm seeing things happen like you wouldn't believe happen in people's lives. I saw something this past week get resolved in a situation that had been going on since 2012, and honestly, it was about a 0% chance that it was gonna get resolved. It didn't look good, and the people here this morning could probably testify to that if they did, if they would. But the reality of it is, just a a couple of phone calls and the timing of what God is all about in in his time, it all resolved. And what was once tied up in an inheritance that looked like it was never gonna happen, happened this week and they'll close it, the rest of the thing, tomorrow or Tuesday. And the Lord just broke through it. And now what what the enemy was trying to take from them and hold up broke through. And I have to tell you, the people that I know, are they're givers, they're tithers. Now, I don't know that, you know, you all make the own conclu- your conclusion. If you want to try God out and say, I'm going to try and see if God will do that for me and not tithe, you might be one of those people we could talk about the other side, right? I don't know. I just know this. Their heart is sewn into the relationship with the Father, and I don't know how he does what he does. He just does. So just try him, right? Just try him. Don't do it because somebody coerces you, manipulates you, tries to get you to give. I am just, we're just not into that. But we would be remiss and wrong if we didn't teach you. Amen. Right? And show you what the scripture says. So, because uh, we, we want you blessed. Not blessed so we can build more buildings and build, no, we want blessed because, do you realize there's about 10 vacant properties, businesses, properties on the west end of Huntington right now that have closed all in the last probably six to eight months? You take those with the properties that are vacant downtown, properties that are vacant on the east end, I'm talking about businesses, commercial properties, do you know what most people are sitting around doing right now? We're sitting around praying that God would send somebody from outside to bring a business inside those properties. I pray that, don't you pray that too? Bring somebody in, but I don't stop there. I'm praying that God would spark something inside of you or your business that you would have to enlarge and grow, that you would create something inside that God places in you, that you would have to have one of those precepts of property, and bring life to it. Square footage is nothing unless life is inside of it. That's right. You can drive by houses on avenues and streets in the city of Huntington, boulevards, courts, and they could be beautiful homes, but you don't houses, but you don't know what's going on in the home, right? Beautiful square footage, but what makes a house a home is what goes on in the life inside that house. Well, that's what this is all about here. So I wanna thank you all for your, 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 your giving, your generosity, because you don't only just give to the Lord, you're giving to others and you're, you're blessing people in your family, you're doing things outside. And if you're not in a position to be in a position to give like you wanna give, you just keep leaning your heart into it and the Lord will provide a way. He'll honor your heart. So we're gonna receive our tithe and offering very quickly here. Our t- text giving, which has become a real popular around here, is 84321. If you wanna give, all you do is just put, your, put a dollar sign and the amount with decimals that you wanna give, uh, and it'll come back a link for the, at the first time, and then you hit that link, and you go in and put your bank information in, uh, or credit card, or debit card, or whatever, however you plan on giving. It'll give it to you, you do it one time, and from that point on, the receipt comes automatically. All you gotta do is just put the amount that you wanna give in. If you wanna give, but like many of us do, um, there are offering envelopes underneath your seat or in the back of your pew, <laughs> I could say. Um, that's weird to say anymore, isn't it? And grab an offering envelope, tithe envelope, make your checks payable to ECH or Expression Church of Huntington, and then we will receive our tithe and offering. I'll give you just a moment to do that. Whatever the Lord tells you to give, i uh, just be obedient to that. There's a big vision. Uh, we've been blessed so much. The playground equipment back there, we met with our men's breakfast yesterday. We talked about how we're all gonna rally together and put that playground up for our kids. A little Bay, Balin, uh, looked at Ronnie and he said, Daddy, fix that. <laughs> it doesn't do any good It's back there just laying on the ground. So we got a lot of little ones that are ready to get anxious to get that thing going. So that's a part of what we're doing. We've also had this past week, the Henderson Center, um, in the Marshall Henderson Center, the uh, basketball goals that they used this past season for uh, the the basketball season are now possession of us. They donate them to the church. They got new ones. That's what happens when you go to the second round of the tournament, I think. So we've got some benches that have been given to us as well, all part of that playground. So we're gonna create a a nice place back there for the kids as well as some of you to wanna come, maybe a walk track. Terry Steele walks here just about every morning. Uh, He's got it all timed down, a mile and a half, two miles or whatever the the roadmap. So there's lots of people that do that around this area, neighborhood. So there's lots of good things that are happening and we want you to be a part of it. And um, I'm just excited. We got some things tomorrow night at Facebook Live. If you are not on Facebook, on Monday nights, typically from 8.30 to about nine o'clock, I'll do a Facebook Live on our commerce group page. If you are not a part of that, go in and just uh, you know request to be a part of that. And then tomorrow evening you'll come and I'm gonna tell you some things that we're gonna launch uh, over the summer and through the fall uh, to, uh, to kind of connect us even as more of a group. If you were not here at the party, at the Scraggs house on Friday night, you sure missed it. Who all was here, who was at the party Friday night? Just raise your hand, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot more than you. (laughs) They were parked all the way up the cul-de-sac. One lady said to me, Michelle said to me, she said, I've been to a lot of parties where the police get called, but never a church party. (laughs) The kids were out front playing, they were playing cornhole on the side, a bunch of people, and I was stand outside talking to a couple of people and and look up and there's two state troopers pull up. (laughs) Yeah. only two or three people started running when they saw him. So it was a good percentage, good percentage of people that was there. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. We had parked, we had parked all the way down the road that was blocking traffic coming up and down the the road. So he was politely said, uh, move your car, move your cars. So we politely moved them. and... But it was a great time. There's another one coming up. At the Wilsons coming up next, I think, is the next house. And we'll give you details and information on that as well. But all summer long, there's parties going on. And we promise you that the cops only come once or twice through the summer. So it's not that bad. Uh, but uh, the guy looked at me and he said, gosh, i really even embarrassed to even ask you all to move your vehicles. And he said, but we've had some calls. And I said, well, who called you? And we'll just invite them over to the party. <laughs> and he laughed. He said, if I told you, they probably wouldn't come. <laughs> so, let's ready to receive our tithing offering. Actually, if you guys are ready, let's do this. Am I missing anything else? I got a few more things to say, but I'm gonna have you come on up if you don't mind. and do this. Ready? Father, we thank you, Lord, for uh, this Father's Day. We, uh, we honor you today, Lord, because you are the, the good, good Father. Uh, father, there's none but you and none like you. So we thank you. So today, God, your people our people, your people, our family, your family. We're, we're, we're gaining revelation and understanding of this, this whole economic system that you set up for the kingdom. Now Lord, lot, many of us are novices in it, and some of us have kind of seen how it works and we've got enough experience with you to see how you've come and brought us a, a, a long way. But Lord, it really is something that we need to learn and be taught how to govern and steward in the area of our finances in this world. So Father, I'm asking for a fresh revelation from us, for us, to us, through you, to your people, that we're, we're healthy enough in our minds, healthy enough in our maturity to be able to steward, govern, be able to be trusted with finances that are way more than just trying to get by. So we bless you today, Lord, with our tithe and our offering. Our hearts are towards you, and as we write checks and text give, and give this towards you and to you, Father. We do it out of a grateful heart, a heart of humility, knowing, God, that this is all yours anyway. And for some reason, you just choose to allow us to participate in your plan here in the earth. So today, God, we bless you and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. All of God's people say, Amen. Almighty God, Lord of all
0: creation, ancient of death. The Holy One So many names You've given us to call you Yet one remains Your favorite name Your favorite name Is Father you love to hear Your children call You're there to catch us When we're falling Cause your favorite name Is Father Almighty God Lord of all creation Ancient of days The Holy One So many names You've given us to call you Yet one remains Your favorite name favorite name is Father. You love to hear your children call. You're there to catch us when we're falling. Cause your favorite name is Father.
1: full-time ministry for 16 years. I've been in, well, actually since 2002, so I guess it'll be 16 years. Been in ministry for 18. And um, I don't know that I've ever done this before. I got a message. I don't feel like preaching. I'm just gonna be honest with you. My heart is... Part of my heart's heavy towards some because I know they've. Some lost some people this year, some voids. I don't know what to do. I don't feel like preaching. I just really don't. love you God you've created a, a body a family a children some so many different backgrounds and diversities and I don't know how you do it but you get some Lord that physically, their bodies just hurt. They're aching. They still serve you. They give it everything they have with pain and suffering. Some days it's overwhelming and unbearable for them to even move, but they they still get up and say, good, good father. They pray, they ask you to heal them. Then there's days they feel guilty for even asking because you've been so good to them in so many other areas. You restored their life, but their body still hurts. They're told they need to have faith teach faith, we preach faith, we believe faith, we, but God, the reality of it is, is your people have faith. They believe you. They don't have how to believe you anymore. I'm just asking you, on behalf of all those that are hurting and pain and suffering in their body, would you just sovereignly touch them today? Without the formula of of faith and the faith that works is dead, without all all of that doctrinal thing that we have to try to figure out on our head, would you just sovereignly heal them? I'm not asking you to just take the pain away today. I'm asking you to heal them. Just because you want to. And Father, there's people here today that the relationships are not healthy, they're not good. They have confusion in their mind and they just keep going forward, doing the best that they know how. They wear your shirt and they carry your banner. They talk about how good you are. While the enemy sometimes tries to just split their home wide open. (laughs) They still smile. They still love you with all their heart. They keep going on in the midst of sometimes all the affliction that they feel and they feel guilty Lord for being up one day and down the next you're the father of peace would you just give them peace in their heart and their mind in their home and in their relationships I'm asking you to do it sovereignly just do it because you want to And there's this, God, there's single moms, single dads, trying to do the best they can every other weekend, trying to be amicable with the situation that's been dealt with them. Their hearts are right towards you. They love their children with all their heart. Sometimes the pain gets unbearable because they see things and choices and they wonder, God, did could I, should I have What did I do different, or what could I've done wrong, or what? What? It begins to rob them of their future, Lord, of the joy that can only come from You. They have fears, God, that their kids (laughs) may grow up and something be quite not quite right because of the choices and the situation that they put themselves in, and they worry, would you just put their mind at ease? I'm asking you sovereignly just to put their mind at ease, just because you want to. Would you let them know that everything's gonna be all right? Young family trying to raise their kids in the world that we live in today, full of such division and bitterness and anger and hatred, and divide husbands and wives both having to work and have careers to raise their children because just to make ends meet. God and the pressures to sometimes are overwhelming. kids growing up feeling those little pressures. They want to give the kids what they need and what they want. The limitations keep them from doing it and they feel guilty for being in the position that they're in and then sometimes they overstep and get themselves in positions they shouldn't be in because of the feeling of that pressure of not being able to be what they want them to be. But yet they love you. They bring their kids to church. They tell them how good you are. And They sing those songs, Jesus loves me, yes I know, for the Bible tells me so. They tell them Lord because that's what they believe in their heart, but sometimes the pressures of life, raising kids in this world that we live in today is overwhelming. Some are thankful for the support they have around them, and others, God, don't have the support that others do. They have to do it on their own. and They feel all alone at times, and they lay their head down on that pillow at night when the kids have finally gone to sleep and tears running down their face, pressures raising over their head. They can't sleep. They're tempted to take something, Lord, to help them sleep, for just, a, just to give them a, a, a respite of just something, give me a, a break and they decide, say, no, I'm not gonna do that. They'll just endure the pain and the suffering. God, I need you to give them peace. Sovereignly give them peace. Not because they're good, not because they make every decision right, because you want to. Because you're good. Father, your cities are crying out for you, your communities are crying out for you, the families of this world are crying out to you. I don't know how you get intertwined with every single detail of people's lives, but you do. I don't know why you even care about the number of hair on a person's head, but you do. I don't know why you love us the way you love us, but but you do. Father, I'm asking you, in the name of Jesus, for a sweeping, sudden, overwhelming, outpouring of your love, your peace, your joy in your body. Father, when the world and the church are so close together in our problems and the way we handle our issues and the world looks at us and they say, what, why would I want that when you have the same issues? God, you're gonna have to make a difference that the world will see there's something different about your people. And God, if you're gonna rely on our smarts and our intellect and our ability to get everything right, you and I both know we're gonna have a long wait because we just can't get it all right all the time. Your people, some are depressed, and anxious, they're fearful, afraid to move forward, and they're doing everything they know to do. Some have come to the end of themselves, God, and they don't even know where they'll make the next move. Now God, I know I'm telling you everything you already know, but I'm petitioning you today, and I'm pleading with you, in the name of your Christ. I wanna remind you of the covenant that you have with us through the blood of Jesus. You knew what you were getting when you got us. You didn't hold it against us when you brought us to yourself. But sure, we need a more fiery sermon. Lord, we need more of your presence and more of your power. More revelation of your love and your goodness and your kindness. We can't afford a generation of young people to grow up full of fear, defeat, failure, worry, depression, and concern. We need young people to grow up with a, a clear understanding, God, that you are faithful even when we're not. You're good even when we're not. And the plans that you have for your people are good and they have a positive end. Father, we can't work it up anymore just to try to get something to happen and convince people that they've got something that they really didn't receive. We need tangible evidence of your presence, of your spirit, of your love, your kindness, your goodness, implanted and imprinted on the hearts and minds of your people that our lives reflect that goodness and kindness. Too many people are having to fake it till they make it. And God, some are never making it because they're too busy faking it. And we've been taught that, Lord. That's all we know to do is how to confess it and confess it until something changes. But God, you're so much bigger than that. Deftest things was on your heart.
0: Since I started for the kingdom, and since my life He controls. My heart to Jesus. The longer I serve Him, the sweeter serve him the sweeter he grows sing it out the longer I serve him
1: Since I was a kid I want to open up the altars. just want to come and pray and kneel down when I was a, when I was a kid they were full nothing special about them. They're just wooden carpet. But if you want to come and pray, come, kneel, pray, cry out to God, whatever you want. Just just want to open it up to you. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I love to, love to dance and shout. I love all the new music that we have, but there was something about that that just kind of touches my heart. I don't know about you all. It just touches your heart. You know what we're gonna do in the fall? We're gonna have a, a Sunday night service. I don't know how often, maybe once a quarter. We're gonna call it saints, the saints' service, saints' night. It's gonna be for, for older people, for seniors, right? Do you guys see the clip I put on my Facebook? The lady that had a, from Crum, West Virginia that was singing the old hymn. Did y'all see that? She had a million, over a million views. And she was uh, probably in her 80s or 90s maybe. And she was singing this song. And I'm telling you, I sit there and I, the first time I saw it, I cried my eyes out. And it wasn't the song that she was singing because I can't even remember the name of the song. But I could feel what I, I knew what I felt when I heard the song sung. You know what I'm talking about? And there ain't nobody else from crumb West Virginia getting over a million hits on Facebook. Right? There's just a, there's something the Lord's doing. That's, you see Collie up here playing? We don't make a big deal of that because it's not just it is cute, but that's not why we're doing it. There's a call on his life. As a little guy, as a toddler. So our job's to to cultivate that, to bring that up in an environment where he doesn't feel concerned and worried and get afraid when he's about 12 or 13 in front of people. But we also aren't willing to put some of our seniors on the shelf and I hope one day, we'll just make, them, when they, make it easier for them when they go on to be with Jesus in heaven. No, we're gonna, we're gonna bring them out. We'll, if they're shut-ins, we'll hope they won't be shut-in by the time they get here on a Sunday night service, occasionally, just to worship the Lord. Is that okay? From the little ones to the olders. The Lord's raising up a group of people because He is a good Father. He's faithful. Even when we're not faithful, He's faithful. Aren't you ready just to take the pressure off of you? I mean, most people are living under the pressure cooker, right? And man, just occasionally on a Sunday you come in and if you feel just a little bit of the pressure removed. How are you gonna feel when it's all gone off of you all week long? Doesn't mean you're not gonna have problems, it just means that, gosh, you made it through. Not having to hold your breath, grind your teeth, grip your fists just to get through, waiting on the next pressure, next pain, the next hurt. And if it was just getting us in heaven, I think Jesus would have taken us all back when he resurrected and went, don't you? But we're here, we need the comforter. Comforter is the Holy Spirit, yeah. But boy, sometimes I think we just lean a little bit too much on our pressures. We lose sight how good God really is. I don't know about you, but there's times in my life I feel like I'm in a chess match with him. He's up there, I'm here, and I'm trying to figure out what I should do so he'll bless. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And when you make, I think I'm making the right decision, and then nothing happens, and you go, I made it, maybe it was the wrong one. And you try to start all over again. Before you know it, you're trying to outguess God, outthink him, or think like him. How about we just let him think and believe him at his word. Would you all stand with me? Got anything else? One more. I wanna tell you this too before we close. Mike Dawson is with Rest Care. He's the manager of Rest Care. Those of you that have senior parents that uh, they need some services, he's here to answer some questions for you. So if uh, maybe you think you don't qualify, but you're taking care of your your parents in Ohio, Kentucky or West Virginia, he has the connections and just at least talk to him and see if there's any resources that are available for you that uh, would be covered under some sort of insurance, okay? Mike, thanks for coming today, we're glad you're here. He'll be out in the north or the hallway right after service, okay? which will be good. Also, I want to mention to you Catherine Cox, Huntington Museum Museum of Art on July 21st, The Unraveling. We saw that today on Facebook, beautiful. If you get an opportunity to go to Huntington Museum of Art, she's the Director of Education there, and if you get an opportunity to stop by there and take a look at all of her stuff, but other things as well, she'd be glad to uh, give you a tour and kind of educate you. How y'all feeling? Huh? Show, do, I have to, do I have to show a Barney clip just to get you laughing today? <laughs> it's all good. Steph, let her she sing one more and then I'll pray us out of here or pray us into there or wherever.
0: You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm not by you. It's who I am who I am It's who I am You're a good, good Father. It's who you are It's who you are It's who you are And I'm loved by you. It's who I am It's who I am It's who I am Sing, you're perfect You are perfect in all
1: Father,
0: it's who you are. Yeah. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm not by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're a good, good Father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are and I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am,
1: yeah. I love you guys so much. Hope you know that. My prayer for you is daily. God, I pray for you. I pray that you experience the fullness of the goodness of God, of the Father, in every area of your life. I pray for you. We pray for you. You're gonna end this thing well. You're gonna come out on top. You're gonna win because you're the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. He's for you and not against you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn, right? Why? Because of how good you are? No, but how good he is. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your graciousness to us, Lord. Your love is abounding, overflowing. Lord, you are just all of that to us and we don't even know how to express into words how much you mean to us. So I pray for everyone here, God, as they walk out this door, whatever reference of a father that they have in this life, I'm asking you to supersede and overshadow our limited view of what it might look like and you show us how good, how good, and how good a good, good father really is. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God bless y'all. Happy Father's Day.